Business burnout is one thing, but how do you heal when it's other people doing the hurting? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. I'm the host of the show, Derek Hayes. I'm here to introduce the star of our show, Miss Lita Brooks Hayes. Hello, Lita. Hello. Good to see you again. Great Thank to be back you. in the studio. Absolutely. Well, Lita has been working as an interior designer for over 20 years. She's incredibly talented and has branched out and opened multiple retail stores and is now blogging and podcasting full time. If that wasn't enough, Lita is the mother of two, now two more, and devotes her time to teaching others how to achieve their goals and live life to the fullest. She sums it up best in her branded hashtag, Design Your Life. We're broadcasting live today from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio and the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Status Life with Lita is brought to you by Business Radio X and the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Injured in Georgia, make the right call to 404-777-HURT. All right, you ready to jump in? Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. So as I said, it's great to be back in the studio for season three. This is our second episode of our third season. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that, <laughs> I know. I love it. I'm excited to be back in the studio. We took a nice long break, but with anything, you get rejuvenized, right? You come yes. back fresh I, 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 with anything. I think whether you're an athlete or you play sports or work, I mean, that's the point of vacations too, right? You step out of your life for a week or a few days and go take a nice vacation and you come back just ready reset. to go. Reset. Yes. It's a reset. This After the burnout, it's a reset. That's April Farlow, she used the phrase reset, right? She used pivot. Pivot. That's it. That's it. Pivot. Do you need Which, to go back and listen to that show? Yeah. You know she's going to listen to this. <laughs> I know. She's Sorry, April. Pivot. You. That's what I was, <laughs> I was actually testing she, when, you. And you I know what? Back when I did that show with April, because this is a real continuation of a series, and the series is as an entrepreneur owned multiple LLCs, multiple businesses, and the closure of some of those businesses, the emotions that I went through, the highs and lows. And I felt like there was no really strong resource. I definitely didn't have any, I had one person. And what I mean by that is one person who was guiding me through what I was going to feel on a personal level, right? You can talk to many different business coaches and mentors and they're going to say, okay, well, this is what you need to do with the bank account. This is what you need to do with the state. This is what you need to do with the taxes. You can get all the business advice that you want, but there wasn't a great resource out there to talk about the emotion and the feelings that I was going to have going through this process. Sure. So that is why I am using this, the Status Life with Lita podcast, in this series to really dig in and go a lot deeper into what I went through. Well, speaking of that, you are also relaunching and launching the Status Life with Lita blog in a few weeks. Giving it a whole new facelift. Yeah, so tell us about that. Where to well, find it? Well, okay, where to find it? Very simple. Status Life with Lita, L-E-T-A. It is not L-E-D-A, which a lot of people like to say here in the South, Lita. including Derek. Uh, it is Status Life with Lita, L-E-T-A, dot com. That is my Instagram handle. That is my email address. If you want to email me, statuslifewithlita at gmail.com and also Facebook. So those are the platforms. Uh, follow the blog, subscribe, like, go to the podcast. Please go to this podcast. Give us a five-star rating. Thank you, thank you. And give us a subscribe so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. I can't tell you how important that is. When you're pushing all this content out, 
I love, love, love the feedback and, and the likes and the follows. That's all well and good, but I want to communicate with you guys. Uh, that goes a little into, we're going to cut in a little while and you're going to hear the commercial, but I'll just give it a little plug right now about something that we've got going on. I want to hear your stories. That is why I do this. I am teaching all of my listeners many, many, many different topics. And if you have heard something, whether it's you hired a designer over a decorator, we did shows on that, whether uh, you had some weight loss, whether something that I taught you helped in a divorce situation or a co-parenting situation, we've touched on all these really big life events. Send me your story to all any of the handles that were just mentioned. And if I communicate with you, meaning I pick you to share your story, you will win a $50 Visa gift card. Can I compete? No. Because you're <laughs> in the hot seat. Fair. Always. <laughs> no. And you're my new spouse. Yay. Yay. So we had the wedding. We're going to dig into some of that. The yeah, the knit and grit behind the wedding today. Not between you and I. That's well, I always say, been wonderful. That, uh, we'll get to that. That's at the end of the show. All right. So you did give the hook, or I gave the hook, actually, at the top yes. of the show. But I'm really curious about diving deeper into the topic and, and kind of expanding on that. So what exactly were we going into today? So... You haven't been prepped for this show. No, I haven't. No. And here's the thing. It's one of those where I'm kind of blind going into this. but that's And fine. you're going to be. I think I've decided we're going to take season three and we're not going to prep our shows. I'm going to okay. prep. I always do a ton of research. It's my show. It's Status Life with Lita. But I heard one time, this is funny, Ryan Seacrest and Kelly Ripa. What's the morning show they do? It used to be Regis. Good Morning America? Is that it? No. Or, um... um Oh, my gosh. I don't watch daytime TV. I but, I, of course, I've seen yes. their show, right? Yes. I used to watch Good Morning America, and they come on right after it. Uh, but it used to be Regis and Kelly. Okay. Okay? So now it's Ryan and Kelly. Maybe okay. that's the name of their show. They go on air live every single morning, five days a week. They do not speak to each other before the show. They get a script of the show, but when they get on air, their chemistry is completely organic. Wow. I didn't know that. That's I me I don't and watch you. the show, but yes. I know. That's us. Yeah, and even when we have kind of had, and I hate to use the word script, but at least some maybe notes to follow. And sure. Outline, well, you have to have we, notes. We, you can't come in. But we also, too, kind of stray from that frequently. I know. And, and just go into regular conversation. Right. So we're not going to prep Derek before the show. You're going to get the script, and where we take the show, we take the show. All right. That works Got for it? Me. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Just, well, let's just try it. I don't know. You and I, we have great chemistry when we do this anyway. So I thought, if it doesn't work, if today crashes and burns, I'll prep you before well, the next show. Exactly. I guess we'll, I don't we'll think find us baptism by fire this happen. today. But. I mean, we've done a show with me ridiculously sick in the bed with COVID, yeah. right? You were holding a I phone. To, I mean, phone. we've done we've done a show in our family room. We've done shows here you we've, we've done, done a remotes. show remotely i yep. mean we've done all kinds of things we've done a show at lake lanier we did a, um, at a business meeting a, yes a business oh my god we did a show ceremony. at some big chamber event where there's people everywhere so we can do this derek well if there's one thing we don't lack for it's conversation period no Ever. we really don't we are that couple in the restaurant i feel like all the other couples because they sit there in silence they're or, all or listening. on their phone I, well, now that's, that's what you do because you hold too. a phone. But remember when we went to the Bahamas uh-huh. and we were, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but um, it was our honeymoon and we were sitting and it had rained. So all the tables around us were full and it was completely silent. 
because we weren't in a restaurant with music. We sure. were open air. We're sitting. Our feet were in the sand, but it was covered. Right. And they piled all the people that had been sitting open air under the hut. And then we were all about three feet apart as far as the Right. We were pretty in close quarters. You and I were the only ones talking. I felt <laughs> yes. like every single couple was listening to what we had to say. And well, they probably were. We were pretty interesting people. I'll say that. I mean, but. we got a lot to say. We That's probably why we're good podcasters, because we just talk and talk and talk. Well, yes, and that's never been a weakness for either one of us. As I said, we, we did napkins as an example for our uh, our rehearsal dinner. And the wedding. And we did. Uh, I had them at the bar at the oh, you wedding, did? Okay. too. Yes. And it was facts about us. Yes. One of the facts that was listed on there is either one of us will talk to anyone at any time about anything. Yeah. We love Period. people. I'm a people person. I get, if it's around five, six o'clock and I've worked from home, I'm calling everybody I know. I'll go outside and take a walk just to find a neighbor. I just, I am such an extrovert and I'm such a people person and which is why I want my listeners to communicate too. I just love to sink my teeth in and talk to people. It's my favorite thing. All right. Let's dive into the topic. All right. All right. With all that being said, it all leads into what we're going to talk about, right? Because today I want to talk about, let me back up. We've been digging deep into stress, business pivot, which is what April and I had done a show at the end of season two. We were in the pivot because I knew I was going to close one of my retail stores, not knowing the other one was going to have a fire. Then that led into the realization of how severe my business burnout was. And we left off last week talking about how we heal from all that, right? Go back and listen to that show if you haven't. Phenomenal! Um, all the teaching aspects. Yeah, a lot of great I mean, advice. this stuff is just so eye-opening to me, sure, which is sure. why it comes with ease that I can teach. Well, about you've it. done the research to be able to provide those tips. I do. I do not come into these shows cold. I always do, you know, a ton before we get here. <laughs> yes, You're you just going to come in cold. Okay. But today I want to talk about another aspect of the grief and burnout that I walked through. And that is the role that other people played. And so what I just said about the level of an extrovert I am, and you are too, this is why we're very evenly matched. But when I was closing businesses, when the fire happened, when I found myself in a really difficult situation, my first thought had nothing to do with numbers, had nothing to do with anything financial, had nothing to do with merchandise. It was 100% about my staff, all my employees, my team. Uh, I had a vendor mall. That's what the shops at status was. If you're just tuning into season three, it was a 70 merchant vendor mall. And so those, what that means is 70 vendors rented space inside my store and you call them booths, kind of like an antique mall, but very upscale. We didn't sell that many antiques. You sell, you know, super cute home, trendy home decor. My vendors, I mean, my heart was bleeding for all of these people, my staff, I could have about three conversations and they were long and they were very detailed. I, I spent a lot of time with each person on my team to explain what was going sure, on, sure. explain everything that had led to these decisions. Disappointing people is something that I do not take lightly. And it would be about three a day. Because I I would be so spent. I would have a headache. I would have to lay down. It's like I was pouring myself out into all these people and getting ready to tell the vendors as a whole. Sure. And that's really, to me, where it took a turn. Now, I remember very well. It was a struggle for you, even sleeping at night. Oh, I've got to talk to so-and-so tomorrow, and I really dread telling her. 
I really am upset because uh, this is her job. This is a source of income for her family, and, and now it's not going to be there. And, and it was a struggle. Again, I would, lived it with you. I remember vividly. Difficult. I'm going, sure. in my mind, as you're saying that, I'm thinking, oh, you know, we had the seamstress. And, you had and some single moms. I, yeah, and I, right, single moms, this was their income, and plenty of others that, you know, they had dedicated their time to me, to status. They believed in me as their leader. And here I am disappointing. Right. Well, let's also, too, for those that had not heard the podcast before about it, it was not a choice that you made uh, that was a selfish choice. It was a choice you made that you were forced into making based on some uh, increased, substantially increased rent in a space that, that, quite frankly, the business model wouldn't work anymore. I felt like being honest, and, and I have no other way to be. I have this crazy, authentic chip about me. I can't even tell teeny little white lies. Like, I'm just, I just am. Derek, I hope you can back me up on yes, this. Like, yes, I say I this, can. like, I declare this about myself. And I thought that being very forthcoming and, and just saying, because it was the God's honest truth. Sure. It was time to re-sign the lease. And it's not me personally. This is a business. The business could not afford the new raised rent. Right. The a landlord, commercial strip mall. The landlord was asking for rent that was more than double what I had been paying. I know these numbers. You and I had sat down and gone over them. I mean, I know what the business could afford on a monthly basis. And I knew that I could not start each month in the red. Even if I was 100% full of vendors, 100%, I would still be starting at the new rent price thousands less that's sure. unattainable. And the only way to have maintained that would be to increase the rent for those individual vendors. There's and no way. At that point, it starts messing with their business model. There's no way. Can I, mean, I sell X yeah. number of dollars in merchandise to offset the cost of the increased rent? And you would have lost vendors. I mean, there's no way I to sustain I would have lost sleep. That. I mean, it sure. would, well, I would yeah, have been did, chasing customers, chasing vendors and chasing customers. And sure. that is not a position I wanted to be in. I enjoyed what I did. And when you enjoy it, the customers can feel it. When you go somewhere... I mean, I don't want to knock car dealerships, but when you go to a place where they work solely on commission and you can feel it, it is a, it's different. And to me, it's uncomfortable. I've gone in clothing stores and they're taking it from you. And now you see this and you feel the upsell. And I know sure. these tactics. I've yes. been in retail. I've done yes. marketing. I, I know what I'm doing. But when it's genuinely from your heart, when you walk into my store and I genuinely want to help you, that is a different feeling. Yeah, and I when agree. you're not chasing a sale and chasing a customer, um, it, it's completely different. So with all that being said, I, again, I felt like being forthcoming was the only way that I knew how to be. I talked to all the vendors about the number or the, the staff about the numbers, you know, and I had to eloquently put it in an email. Um, I think I did a draft of it and I had you kind of button up all the punctuation as my attorney sitting across from me slash new <laughs> husband will do, you know, you just want it to, to be articulate, but it was the backlash from that. Sure. You, oh. you had very sweet responses, but you also had the other. And that's, that hurts way more. So let's say that I had, out of 100%, 75% were sweet. 75% were understanding. 75% gave me a hug. 75% wrote me a nice message that was hard to read because that 75%, I'm still disappointing. Sure. And um, it was, that hurt in a different way. 
it yeah. hurts to disappoint someone. You know, it really, it tugs at your heartstrings, but you know they understand. You know that that's a warm hug and someone that actually cares about you. That 25% is what we're here to talk about today. All right. Because there is every business owner. This is probably the biggest fear is that you're going to have community disappointment. No matter what business you have, whether you have an online business and you're going to pull that, whether you own a car dealership and, and people get their service there, it doesn't matter. I could name any business under the sun. I had retail and was forced to close the doors. So 75% are going to treat you well. And I got real <laughs> thick skin. I really yes, do. You do. I, yes, I agree. usually do not get bothered by much of anything. People come to me for advice. Sure. Because they have trouble with confrontation or they, you know, need to do something. I always say, put your big girl panties on. And I am that person. I will get in there with you and, and sort of tough love the strength. But this broke me. I'm not going to disagree with anything you just said. Okay. A hundred percent. I'll tell you what, though. Let's take a quick break. All right. Then I want to come back and talk about what that 25% did to break me and how, what it meant. Good. All right. Well, let's take this quick break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. All right. Hey, everyone. Lita here. I want to share an opportunity for all my listeners to become a part of the show. As you know, the Status Life with Lita podcast is a teaching podcast. I take all of life's big topics such as stress, marriage, divorce, co-parenting, weight loss, living a healthy lifestyle, entrepreneurship, parenting, and grief. I've also taught the difference between an interior designer and a decorator, design trends, and how to make a house a home. If you listen to any or all the shows and you have a story to tell, I want to hear it. Please go to Status Life with Lita on Facebook or Instagram, give the page a like, and send me a direct message about how the information in the podcast helped you. Each person whose story gets shared on the podcast will receive a $50 Visa gift card. I will contact you personally to let you know you've been chosen and to get your address to mail the card. I love my listeners, and now it's time for you to become a part of the show. I have a second chance to win. If you have an idea for a show topic I have not yet covered, you can also submit an entry for a chance to win. If chosen, you will receive a $25 Visa gift card. Thanks for listening, everyone, and I can't wait to read your stories. Hello, everyone. As a listener of the Status Life with Lita podcast, you already know I'm attorney Derek Hayes. I've been practicing law in the state of Georgia now for over 26 years. My firm specializes in cases involving personal injury, catastrophic injury, nursing home abuse, and any other situation where someone was injured by the negligence of others. As I've said before, if insurance companies ever resolve claims the way they should, I'd be out of a job, but I'm not worried about that happening. Did you know insurance adjusters are trained to pay you as little as possible to protect their company's bottom line? They say they're genuinely concerned about you, but really the goal is to settle the claim with you for far less money than you deserve. My job is to make sure they pay the full value of your claim and nothing less. You can speak directly with me by calling my office at 404-777-HURT, visit my website at DerekMHayes.com, or check out my social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And be sure to catch my podcast, Injury Insider with Derek Hayes, wherever you enjoy your favorite podcast. I look forward to speaking with you.
All right. As we went into that break, we were going to talk about the 25%. Yeah. Let's pick up from there. The mean, mean people. (laughs) Mean, nasty, hateful. And, you know, the crazy thing is what hurts so much is these are people that I was genuinely concerned about. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're in a leadership position, you want to call yourself the boss. I'm not comfortable with that term except in a joking way. Um, But you have to let someone go you have to flat out fire them or your business is going to close or maybe you're going to get bought out and you know that these people are not going to go the distance right those are all situations that a leader would find themselves in and these people that you're laying awake at night worrying about are actually going to come back at you with negativity i had one vendor and i overheard her but my employee was so mortified she came running to me even though i had overheard it but the comment was at the front counter with customers in the store, I bet she got evicted. I bet they're going to come lock these doors tonight with chains. Two other vendors, you better get your stuff, get your stuff out of out. here right away because I guarantee you she's not telling us the truth. Yeah. I mean, what a like even now I say it, but I did tell the truth. So now my integrity right. is being challenged. Right. And here I am standing there going, so now she's caused this huge Others cancer. Of course. And they were packing as fast as they could. Sure. None of that was true. None right. of it. And yet I'm just standing there going, wow, these are people for almost six years. I have supported. I have marketed. I have given hugs. I have sure. cared about. I have, you know done things oh can you help with this can i get an extension cord can i you know can we stay late anything i'm I'm a yes person especially when someone needs something from me and here we are in a time that i'm really struggling and this really hit me because i understood that every single one of these people were losing a source of income this is a booth some of them most of them it was a hobby a few this was their income and they were the big churners they were my my big money-making booths um but most people this is just a little side hustle and yet i'm losing it all i am losing my it wasn't my sole source of income because i'm an entrepreneur so i had some other llc's but this was the big one sure this was my baby this was my blood sweat and tears and yet there were lots of snide comments there were lots of rumors there was lots of really 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 nasty and unnecessary stuff that made me i'm losing it all and you have the right to to tell me i'm a liar to call me names to spread rumors to spread gossip it doesn't get much worse than that i remember well it was a struggle what was your take on that seeing me go through this it was disappointment uh, not in you obviously disappointment in those that had basically turned and thrown a dagger that as you said one day it's it's fine and dandy your best friend and and seems as though they care about you as much as anyone else and then the the unfortunately the bad news has to be shared and suddenly it's you're the worst person that ever walked the face of the earth I had one, I will not mention any names, I had one that sent me a letter saying she was going to sue me. I very well remember remember. that. Yes, of course, I did. This was a dear friend. Sure, sure. I think she had lost her mind in that moment. I mean, I was floored, floored, because, I mean, she had her own key to the store. Like, this was out of nowhere. Well, and clearly it had no merit as an attorney. Of course, I'd knew that and saw that and explained that but 
you know, it was. I was. It was completely uncalled that, for. Uh, yes, whether it has merit for. or not, these were my friends, or so I thought. These were people that had an invite to our wedding. People Correct. that were in consideration to sit at the most important night of our life as a couple, and yet the hate I was feeling from them was was so severe. I didn't invite any of them. That's why you said it past tense. Were invited. Right. Had the opportunity sure. to be there. But ultimately, after everything kind of fell apart with, with those relationships, as they should after what happened, yeah. uh, you know, we had no choice but to, to take them off the list. Yeah. I mean, I really, really took a hard look at, you know, for someone, I took a hard look. Let me finish that sentence. I took a hard look at the level of care and concern I was having for all these people and, and reined it back in for myself and said, you know what? I didn't have to tell any of them the truth. I, and I had a business owner, a business friend and mentor of mine look at me and say, you didn't owe one person an explanation. No. Not one you didn't have to tell your staff you didn't have to tell any vendor no one you didn't have to tell the community you could have literally said we're closing the doors bye and closed the doors and walked away with your life but that is not who i am as a person and so my second train of thought is i can't change that about myself when asked questions i tend to be very verbose i tend to over explain that is me I cannot change that and I don't necessarily want to change that but what I did do was take a look at all of these relationships individually and we're going to talk at the very end of the show we're going to get through um, what to do in a teaching aspect if if you are finding yourself with this much negativity how to navigate yourself through it but for me I had to look at the why 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 are they acting this way and what can i do to protect myself and get myself through this in a healthy way all right i know that you brought me into the show blindly today without any notes and um at least any discussion really about what we're going to talk about but i also know you did a lot of research i always do so let's dive into the research tell me what what you learned all right and what we can share but i'm a why person why why why, sure. why? i ask why and i i've heard i have to research this too you're not supposed to ask why. You're not supposed to question everything. <laughs> I cannot help it. This is ingrained in me. How many times? I'm like a well, kid. As, why? 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 As an attorney, the, the the comment is you never ask that one too many questions. I do, though. you got to know so when to stop. so inquisitive. Why? 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 All right. Why, in my situation, why did these people treat me so fundamentally wrong? Why did they hurt me so badly in a time when I could have really used their friendship in their empathy? I was going through enough by myself. All right. So I looked up the question, why do people act in a way that hurts others? Here's the answer. When they act in a way that hurts others, they do so in part because they lack the awareness to consider the impact of their actions. Since they cannot comprehend their behavior as hurtful, they see no reason not to engage in it. Selfish. Extremely. Yeah. And that seems extremely self-explanatory, right? right How many right, times have we hurt people, hurt people? I mean, we've, you hear these things. Yes. But in this context, I needed to hear it. I needed to hear that statement. They cannot comprehend their behavior as hurtful. So that vendor who stood at my front counter and said some really, really hurtful things she could not even comprehend it and i and i can see that i can see that 
they're just spinning. Oh, we have nowhere to go. Now where is our income going to come from? I understand all that, but they couldn't comprehend it. No, I get it. I remember. And, and you're right. You said the phrase hurt people hurt people. So it all makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Right? So it does. So why are some people not kind? All right. Is that a good way to phrase that? Sure. We'll okay. dig a little bit deeper into this. All right? all right. Why are they not kind? When people are stressed, this is interesting. When people are stressed, they are mostly in fight or flight mode. I think we did a whole podcast with a yeah, psychotherapist, Julie, yes, about fight and flight and all that. Um, when they are stressed, they are in fight or flight mode. Their brain has kicked into an automatic response that is controlled simply by a bodily function that is as old as humankind. Now, neither of these modes are generally conducive to kindness. So if I have just given you bad news, I just told all my staff that they are not going to have their jobs. And I just told all my vendors we're closing the doors. Now they're in fight or flight. Sure. So I'm wondering if that 75% that was kind, they were in flight mode. Because flight yes, mode sort yes, of puts okay. you, right? Right, so, right. And so, not all of them even spoke to me. You know, a lot of them just packed up their they stuff. They immediately and, went to, okay, what's next? Yeah. But that 25% that were, I'm going to sue you, mm -hmm. I'm going to spread rumors, I'm going to call you a liar, they were in fight mode and didn't even realize Well, it. it's phrased as an automatic response, which means to me involuntary. Yes. It just immediately spewed out. I do go into fight mode. Uh, this is the point where I cannot comment. <laughs> And I, I, I don't do, know what you're talking I about. I do know this about myself. <laughs> I'm trying to work on it. I, I am one of the kind of people, I do not flee. If I am pushed even a little, I tend to go into fight mode. <gasps> Let's do a podcast about why. <laughs> do I That's feel like I've fallen into great. a trap here? No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to circle that in my notes. That would be really, really interesting. Fight or flight mode. So anyway, we've talked about that. All right. Last thing I'm going to say from the research, and then we're going to move on. Uh, 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 this is from pair, it's a website, pairedlife.com. Well, while the precise reasons for the meanness and cruelty vary, in the vast majority of instances, you will likely find that people who are mean act that way because they have personal issues. Duh. I mean, I deal yeah, with sure. bullying and my daughter, I have young school aid kids. We always say that, right? The mean ones are the ones that kind of have the issues. But here it is. It's in black and white. You're hearing it sure. from me. In other words, they are unhappy themselves and from their mood and from here, their mood then spreads like a virus as they are mean to other people. I just said that one comment spread like a cancer sure. and everybody started packing and everybody started panicking and I'm standing there going... But we have a few weeks. Right, right. Wait, what? Like, this is not what I said. If I'm the leader, this isn't what came out of my mouth. But somebody in their flight or flight mode and unhappy themselves, miserable because they were losing their booth, they spread a virus. All right. The last sentence you said just then, it's, um, in other words, they are unhappy themselves. And from there, from here, their mood then spreads like a virus as they are mean to other people. Well, that reminds me of the phrase, misery loves company. Misery loves and I use company. that one all the time. I know. And that's very true. Miserable people love nothing more than to yep. bring you in that murk and misery with them. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, uh, again, it's, it, they're not so lonely yeah. in that 
horrible place that they're in. So yeah, that that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. All right. So in the notes, I gave you a quick list. Um, let's go, Derek, if you'll read through it with me. I'm going to start with number one, if you'll pick up number two. So the list is 11 reasons to explain why people are mean and rude. Oh. <laughs> Stress that again. Reasons why. Mean and rude. Mean and rude. Here's 11 reasons. So if you're dealing with somebody, whether you work with them, whether it's in your community, whether maybe it's a parent on a sports team, go through all these (laughs) things. Okay. I'm going to explain this. As a baseball director at a park and and, uh, prior experience, I can tell you there are a lot of mean parents at baseball parks. All right. Number one reason people are mean and rude. They have poor communication skills. Number two, they hold negative feelings towards you. Number three, they think it makes them more powerful. Four, they are insecure and put others down in order to feel better about themselves. Number five, they had a poor upbringing. Six, they are snobs. I don't really agree with that one. Uh, I feel like they're snobs because of one. All the other issues. Right, right. right. I don't, I don't. I don't yeah, like that it's as kind a derogatory of the definition term, of a snob in, in many ways. I didn't write this list. I'm just, I thought it was, again, when I research, I, I pull out the highlights to give to you guys. All right. Number seven, they're having a bad day. Number eight, they have poor emotional regulation skills and get frustrated easily. Number nine, they don't care about respecting others. Ten, they have poor self-awareness and poor social awareness. Number 11, they disagree with your ideology or politics. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's and that can happen, nowadays. especially in our political climate right now. Sure, that all those those are eleven really good reasons to explain mean and rude people. And I do get some solace in this. And again, I went into this with thick skin. I got beat up, pushed around, kicked around. I shed some tears. I had some sleepless nights. And here I am on the other side of it. And we're definitely going to talk about that, too. I was going to say, we, we talked about status. Let's kind of wrap that up. Because I know you mentioned wanting to talk about the wedding. Well, Let, I did. Let's touch Be- on that briefly. And, you know, it, it's because in our life, we haven't been married for 20 years. We didn't go through this as a married couple. We, you and I, went through this as an engaged couple with a wedding pending that a lot of these people, a lot of the 25% were my closest friends. That's yes, the crazy part. Some of this 25% were actively involved in a weight loss competition for the wedding, <laughs> right? They thought yeah, it would be fun. I remember. Now, uh, yes. one of them got invited because of how bad they treated me. Uh, again, I remember. Okay. Vividly. All right. Sorry, guys, but it I, I wasn't playing around. So what I mean by that is when it came time to really, really look, and this was challenging, and I will say... Your cousin is near and dear to our hearts. She was our wedding planner. Now, she is in her 20s, and they had just gotten married the year prior. And she said to me, the guest list is going to be your most challenging part of this wedding. Right? And I was like, over the venue, over the food? I mean, I don't know. I just thought all these. Nope. She said, you are going to agonize over this list. You're going to not sleep over this list. And the people that you think our shoe-ins, they're going to be there. They're going to support you. They're going to go the extra mile. Those are the people that are not even going to show up. And those people you haven't even thought about, maybe your second tier, not of friends, but of closeness to you, sure. right? Maybe work colleagues or, or cousins that you're not super close to, but you want them there, right? You have your, you your see them close-knit on a regular basis, people that not, you work right. with side by side and you're with. I mean, it was, it was mind-blowing 
some of the things that you and I went through tied to the wedding and the negativity of the people. Sure. How many times did we go through that list? Oh. We prepared a list and then we went back to the drawing board and prepared the list again and compared names. 20 times. Yeah, lots and lots and lots of times it we was, sat down and agonized. That was the word. And, and it did truly happen. There were people that were absolutely number one that disappointed us the most. Sure. Even to, I'm not going to say what happened, even to the day we got home from our honeymoon, we were dealt a horrible blow sure. by people that were very near and dear to us. Yes. You didn't sleep for two nights after we got disappointed by friends of ours that showed up at our wedding and supported us. I remember what I remember very it, well. It's, it's mind blowing to me that we went through. We thought people were going to absolutely love to be there, love to celebrate us because we would do that. That was that was the eye opening part. We would do that for them. Sure. And you expect the same in return. You expect the same in return. And right. we were definitely disappointed. So let's wrap up today with how, I guess to phrase the question best, how would anyone deal with all this negativity we talked about? Yeah, because you have to. You have to. We almost canceled the wedding 30 times. I mean, it got to the point where, I mean, I was so frustrated. I looked at you in tears one night. And I'm not a crier. We talked about fight or flight. I'm a fighter, right? I'm not super emotional and I don't cry all that much. With that being said... I have all this negativity. I have all this disappointment that I'm faced with. How did I deal with it? Well, the first thing to do is the hardest for me. Thankfully, Derek, this is real easy for you. And that's number one. Keep calm. Yes. Not my strong suit. I always say, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. We're going to have the wedding. Take a deep breath. Right? We can adjust the list. Okay. Switch perspectives. And what really helped me was trying to understand other people's perspectives. Sure, that's, seeing always, it through their eyes. that's always the why for me. Why are they acting like this? Why are they not coming? Why have they just dropped this big bomb on us? So I'm talking about the wedding and I'm also talking about why was there so much negativity about closing the store? But if I can look at it from somebody else's perspective, it really, really helps me understand where they're coming from. Okay. Pick your battles. Some of this... It, it's not my battle to go to someone who didn't want to come to my wedding and call them out on it. They didn't want to come. That can, I, okay, fine. I see where I stand in your life. Sure. But there were some battles we had to fight. Yeah, we did. And that's what I mean. We picked them. Sure. Some we had to go into and say, this is level 10. This really hurt us. And some I've just unfriended on Facebook. Yeah. I'm done. We're done. You didn't come to my wedding. And those some RSVP'd that they were going to come. We had right. six people, <laughs> six people that we paid for. They Which are that, on that's, that's that RSVP'd, right. yes. And didn't show up. And we paid for it. We paid for it. Yeah. Bye-bye. I, I have not I spoke it. to them, and I will not. So we're done with that. Don't stoop to their level. Maybe I just did. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I've unfriended, and I've just been able to say, I'm sorry. If you're going to treat me this way, whether it's the wedding or whether it's the the business aspect of this, my thin is my skin has gotten a lot thicker and and I'm done. So I'm not going to stoop to your level. I'm not going to cause gossip. I'm not going to cause hate. I'm just going to walk away from you. Um, understand that it's their problem. It's not mine. It cannot Agreed. be. Don't let their comments affect me. They did. They did. That's tough. 
they did affect me. That, that's tough for anybody. I mean, I can just put it out there because this is teaching. Don't let their comments affect you. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> it did affect me. It's hurt. It's, I'm human. Well, it's, it's hurtful. And that's I it. am a bleeding heart. As strong and as tough and a fighter as I am, these people that did not want to show up for me at my wedding, it hurt. Every single no RSVP hurt. I had a friend that wanted to go fishing. That hurt. Right. I, I'm not disagreeing with any of that. It hurts. I remember. Detach yourself from that person. There's my bye-bye. So. <laughs> Anyways. Well, that's all great, wonderful advice, uh, all the research you've done. That's terrific. I'll tell you what. Let's wrap this show up with a couple of things. Number one, tell everybody again how to find you. Okay. And then secondly, let's do a tease for what the next show Yes, because, covers. again, it's going to lead right into this. So how to find me. I am Status Life with Lita, L-E-T-A. That is my website. We are launching a brand new blog in two weeks. Podcasts live forever. So the blog might be out when you listen to this podcast. Please go to it. Please communicate with me. $50 gift cards for anybody that sends me their story that I use on air about how something I have talked about, advice I've given, or something I've taught has impacted your life. Please, please, we're going to pick multiple winners each week. I will contact you directly if I have chosen your story. We will communicate and I will mail you a gift card. Status Life with Lita on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, the teaser for the next show. This is one I have been researching for a long time. Bought the books, going through them. I want to do the Enneagrams. Okay. Do you know what that yeah. is? Only because you and I have talked about it before and you explained it to me. You know, I first learned about this from Matthew and Libby, your kids. From my kids. Yes. I think they did it in school. Libby is very interested in it. Matthew had done it. We all sat. It was a holiday. We were all yes. together and they were like, you have to do it. And I've heard about it so many times and it is absolutely fascinating. But I thought, okay, today was a, to unpack a lot about negativity and the teaching part to explain why people are negative and then also how to deal with them, okay? What better way to go into the different personality types? And that's what the Enneagrams are. You do the quiz and you figure out personality traits that you have. And that's I think gonna that's going to be really interesting. Yeah. I'm going to teach all about it. Interesting, but also scary. What are we going to find out about ourselves? Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm the open book. You're yes. the one always in the hot I'm always seat. the guinea pig. I'm so always the one so we're going to switch gears. It's not going to be so hot, you know heavy, uh, but we're definitely another teaching platform. We have a great season three. I've got fantastic guests coming on, so definitely stay tuned. Again, go to the Status Life with Lita podcast. Please give a five star, and please, please subscribe so you don't miss any future shows. And thank you all very much for joining us on Status Life with Lita, presented by Business Radio X, the law office of Derek M. Hayes and Subaru of Gwinnett. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and Lita's Instagram, Status Life with Lita, so you don't miss any upcoming shows. This program and all the other shows are available on your favorite podcast apps. Until next time, for Lita Brooks Hayes, I'm Derek Hayes, and you are listening to Status Life with Lita on Business Radio X. <laughs>